0: Welcome to Conversations with the Black Girl Blogger podcast, where you will hear amazing human interest stories from everyday people. They will inspire you, they will encourage you, and they will help you to overcome all of what you are going through in your life. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. Happy New Year! We are back with brand new episodes of the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. I am excited to be back. Um, just to give you guys an update on what's been going on with me, I have lots of things planned for 2022. Um, one of the things that I've talked about over and over again is my ADHD And how it does interfere with a lot of things that I try to do. Um, I lose focus. I forget. Um, To be honest with y'all, I recorded this episode yesterday, listened to it, and I was all over the place. Um, Literally all over the place. I was just rambling on, not really finishing my thoughts, going on to other topics. Um, And so, of course today, I had to pull out the notebook so that I can keep myself on track and really give y'all the information that I wanted to give you today. And so, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, we all make these vision boards with the things that we want to achieve for the whole year. And I am no different. Uh, Me and my friend Jasmine, some other people usually will join and we create vision boards. So I think this year I'm gonna follow Nikayla from Side Hustle Pro and do a virtual uh, vision board. And previously I would create my vision board with pictures from magazines, with um, words and different things. And then I would take a picture of it and put it as my screensaver on my phone. And when I'm doing this vision board virtually, I'm also going to have it as the screensaver for my laptops as well as my phone. And if you wanna learn how to do it, um, head over to her page on Instagram and on uh, YouTube, it's Side Hustle Pro. And yeah, it's a great tutorial on how to use Canva to create a virtual vision board. So head on over there, watch her video, uh, very informative. And so I am going to be doing a virtual vision board. So I'm excited about that. Um, I have, like I said, there are a lot of things that I want to achieve this year. And honestly, not just this year. um, I kind of feel like I get why so many people when they turn 40 make big changes in their lives, whether it be you know, financial, whether it be careers, whether it be relationships, um, they make these changes and it's very consistent. Like if you think about people who are established and famous, um, who maybe didn't get discovered till they were 40 or after, um, or when they, you know, being in the business around the age of 40, their image may have changed. And I am hypothesizing that when you get to 40, your mind shifts, like you do like this whole total shift and everybody's shift is probably going to be different. My shift is about being happy, about having peace and about not being content, um, I think that we get into these comfort zones and we realize that um, this is just how our life is going to be, whether we like it or not. And for some of us, when we do the shift, it's accepting that this is what our life is going to be like. My life is going to be me going to work, whether it's nine to five And I'm going to come home and I'm going to cook dinner and I'm going to go to the gym. And on the weekends, I'm going to go to brunch with my friends. And whenever I get a chance, I'm going to take a trip and that's it. And that's not okay with me. Um, so my shift thinking is there has to be more like we see it. I know people personally, so I'm not even going to sit here and say that, um, It's because of what I see on Instagram and Facebook. I know people personally who are just doing what they want to do. And it's because they were not afraid to take a chance in something and go all in. And, you know, meditation and praying and all that stuff is great, but nothing is going to come to you without action. And all of them have taken some kind of action and they've invested in themselves. And that's where I'm at. I'm at a place where I know my worth and I am going to start investing in myself to put myself in places that I never thought that I would be in. And the only way that I can do that is to step outside of my comfort zone and to not be content with what everyone else assumes is supposed to be a normal life. And so um, I'm getting uncomfortable y'all. Um, if anybody follows my plant powered and fit mama Instagram page yesterday, I went live and I didn't just go live on Instagram. I went live on Facebook right after, and I did a workout. Like that was the first time that I've ever done a live workout. And there wasn't very many people on, but that's okay. Watching the live after the fact, people did watch it on both fa- both platforms, um, and had some, you know, pretty honest feedback. And the entire time, on both ev- on both lives, um, and the entire time, Kingsley was what I call a space invader. She was all in mommy's space and it was all for the camera. She knew I was recording. Um, She knew I was talking to my, you know, the camera on the phone and she wanted to be a part of it. That's all she cared about because the moment that I stopped recording, she went about her business and was doing her own thing. So, but I was not uncomfortable, but I was not comfortable. Um, No one was commenting as I was working out, which I think helped. And I didn't tell anybody that I was going to go live. Um, I knew I was going to go live, but I felt like telling people would bring a little bit of anxiety and I didn't really want that. So I literally came home, set everything up, and hit live record whatever and i worked out i did a part of my 20 minute workout um on live and it wasn't that bad um i definitely to be honest with y'all i mean it was it was not that big of a deal i was making more of it more out of it than it should have been um It really wasn't that big of a deal. It was just me working out. And normally I'm recording my workouts anyway, because I posted on that page part of my workout. So it was just the same thing. Um, Maybe if it was like a Zoom thing where I could see other people and they could see me, maybe it may have been a little bit more uncomfortable. But I mean, it wasn't as big of a deal as I made it out to be. So I did it. And I will do it probably maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. I don't know. Um, I'm just waiting for feedback from people to see if they would like to join me in a workout. I don't care if it was just one person. Um, so, yeah, that was me getting uncomfortable. Um, also, if you follow... I'm not even going to say if. Go follow my Instagram, Plant Powered and Fit Mama. Um, I did a transition uh, slideshow of what I look like six months after having Kingsley, and then what I look like in December that just passed. And on my post, I don't know why I said two years. Kingsley's not even two years old, but it was a year and a half. So the progress was from a year and a half, not from two years. I don't, I don't know why I said two years. Um, but I wanted to be transparent because, you know, there was no snapback over here and I'm still like a work in progress as far as my fitness. Um, but yeah, like I've made a lot of progress. Um, last year around this time, I was doing really well with staying consistent with my workouts and really watching what I ate. And then the summer I changed jobs and some other things happened. And I just was eating what I wanted, just not really, um, focusing on my nutrition. I was still working out in the summer, just was not focusing on my nutrition. So I gained some weight back. And if y'all remember, I did that juice cleanse, um, and ever since doing the juice cleanse, I have really done well. Um, I don't know if it's just that week of juicing. Cause I juice once a month. So I started in either September, or October, and I don't know if that week of like rejuvenating and kind of cleansing and whatever, um, helps me mentally. But I'm able to like not give into cravings after that and stay the course of, you know, my eating habits. If I fall off and I eat something that I really shouldn't, it is what it is. Like I'm human. Um, I don't beat myself up about it. I just try to get back on track right after. So um, my goal is to remain plant-based. I would love to be alkaline vegan right now for my life, that is just not really feasible. Um, you know, there's just a lot going on where eating is hard when you're that restricted. So that's why I'm saying I am plant-based and I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but I will continue to juice for five days. The First time I did seven, um, but I'm just doing five days of juicing, uh, once a month. And I think in December last month, I actually ate one meal at the end of the day through my juicing. So I would juice all day. And then at night I would eat a meal. Um, and I think that that may work better for me to help me with my workouts because I work out at night. Um, Or even if I decide to work out in the morning, it's good to have eaten something at night so that, you know, I have something to work off in the morning. I don't even know if that's legit or not, but in my mind, I feel like it does. So this is what is working for myself. I'm not saying that you all have to follow suit and do the same thing, but it is working for me. And it takes away that... um, I don't want to say anxiety, but that like constant thought of like, what am I about to eat? What am I eating for breakfast? What am I eating for lunch? So for a week, I already know exactly what I'm going to have drinking the juices. Um, And so it's a great break from eating very similar meals every single week. So I think that's why I've been able to be consistent because, you know, it does give me a break from constantly thinking about what am I going to eat, which is like the age old question of everyone. So I'm excited about that. And, um, we'll keep y'all posted on how things go. So the next thing I, so when I was younger, I was a journaling fool. Like I used to journal all the time. Um, And even throughout like my adult years, I would be really consistent with journaling and then not, I just wouldn't journal for not just months, like years. I just wouldn't do it. Um, So I listened to this podcast called Therapy for Black Girls. And one of the episodes was about journaling. And she gave some writing prompts or some journal prompts for the beginning of the year that you can do or you can even really use them throughout the year um to kind of help you be more consistent one of the things that stood out to me was that she said that you shouldn't look at journaling as like a chore um, and so you don't have to, sk- to journal every single day um, And I think that that's a part of my issue that I felt like I should be writing something every day and not really having anything that I wanted to write. And then days would go by and I wouldn't write anything. And then I just wouldn't write at all for like months. So what I've decided is to follow what she said, which is pick one day a week. And then you just journal, you just write. You can give yourself a time period if you want. Um, I'm going to shoot for 30 minutes of just time to just think about what I want to write and time to write. And when the 30 minutes is up, obviously, if I'm still in thought, I will keep writing. If I'm kind of froze and don't know what else to write, then I'm done. Um, but I think that's a good segue into me getting back into journaling and really being able to process my thoughts. Um, so I'll let y'all know how that goes as well. Um, I picked my day to week. I'm going to do Thursdays for 30 minutes. Um, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, my therapist wants me to journal. That is one of my assignments for therapy. So I figured this would be a good way for me to incorporate that into my day. Now, the next thing that kind of goes along with journaling, um, I'm going to use the same strategy, is my meditating. I was very consistent with meditating for years. Um, I didn't really follow any type of meditation schedule per se. And then I found a recording from Deepak Chopra and on YouTube and it really was amazing. Um I was pretty consistent with it for about a year and a half and then I would do it here, I would do it there and I kind of fell off. Um and so that's one of my goals is to get back into meditating. But again, previously I meditated every night before bed, or I would meditate in the morning. So either it was at night or in the morning. And then on the weekends I would meditate in the morning and at night, depending on what I had to do. And I feel like that schedule was causing me a little bit of angst because I don't think I could do that every day with what I'm also trying to do in other aspects of my life. So what I've decided is that two days out of the week, I'm going to meditate. And it's going to be a part of my wind down time. But while I'm getting ready for bed, um, you know, I'm going to go in my Zen Den, which is really just outside of this closet. um, And I'm going to meditate. And that also is something that I I think I'm going to go live and do. um, Because I feel like, Some people don't know how to meditate, and I am going to be following a guided practice from YouTube, um, and maybe I'll just go live and show you guys what that looks like for me, Um, but it's definitely a practice that I want to get back into. I was a lot more calm, a lot more focused, um, and it also helped me with staying the course as far as like my nutrition and my fitness um just bringing that calm to my overall body and my mind it was great and not all meditation practices work for everyone so i encourage you to see what works for you there's so many different things you could do there's sound therapy there's you know guided meditation there's your own meditation you can incorporate some yoga some people feel that Is a way for them to meditate doing poses. Um, So I encourage you to find your own meditation practice. Now, I just talked about adding meditation to my bedtime routine. That has been my Achilles heel for months. Um, I used to be so diligent about my bedtime routine. Like, like I was a kid. I, you know, my timer would go off. I would go take a shower. I would go meditate. I incorporated some, um, Chi Jung for a while. I would read. There were just so many things that I would do to get myself prepared to go to sleep. And it was magical. Like by, you know, an hour after I would start this process, I would be knocked out like no 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 issues um and so I want to get back into that I think it was important for me to do that um it also allowed me to create a routine at night that helped me wake up in the morning and work out um that was one of the reasons why I was able to get up at five and work out before I went to work and I would like to keep doing that, um, but I can't do that when I go to bed at one o'clock in the morning. So definitely have to make some changes in my bedtime routine. So pieces of it are, you know, just decompressing. So doing some type of meditation, yoga, qi jang, um those types of things really help me Wind down physically. And then, on top of that, that would be the time that I would journal for my 30 minutes. Um, I want to incorporate reading. So, some days I will read uh, before I actually go to bed. And then um, just getting myself into a more relaxed state before I go to bed um, and stay in the course, like actually doing that. And so it's going to be just like my scheduling of my meditation and scheduling of my journaling. I'm going to map out my nighttime routine. So maybe two days out of the week, I will read um, or listen to an audiobook. Two days out of the week, I will journal or one day out of the week, I will journal. Um, and then incorporate maybe a podcast or something that you know a meditation podcast um to listen to while I am you know kind of winding down and getting ready to go to bed and so yeah I think that is important we all have our morning routines where we wash our face and then we do our makeup and we brush our teeth and it's just as important to do that at night um and along with that um When I wake up, I need to have a more intentional purpose for my day. And so um, I talked about my vision board earlier, but I'm going to also have a word of the year. And 2022, my word is intentional. So I have to be intentional about everything that I do and not just going through the motions which i feel like a lot of us do um when i wake up i want to know exactly what i'm my plan is like what is my plan of action today um you know having daily affirmations maybe like i'm being mary jane and and putting them in on my mirror like just reminders of things that i need to remember about myself, about my life, about what I want. Um, So I could see that every day and know like, yes, this is where we are. This is what I need to get done. I'm going to be focused today. I am going to make sure that I am working on this project. I am going to make sure that I'm doing something for my podcast. You know, I'm going to make sure that today is self-care day and I'm going to focus on myself um and so just starting my day with an intention is going to be important for me um and you know being in therapy is it's therapeutic (laughs) that was Courtney sorry um no being in therapy is has been like a game changer um not just therapy finding the right therapist has been a game changer because I've always been in therapy um, for years as an adult. But finding the right therapist has made all of the difference. And these are things that we talk about. Um, You know, she points out my flaws and makes me accept them, but then doesn't just leave it there. She's like, okay, but this is what you need to do moving forward. And one of the things for me is being intentional. And so, um, not her exact words, but, you know, having purpose behind my day um, and not forgetting that purpose throughout the day. So, you know, I'm an advocate for therapy. I'm always telling y'all to go to therapy. It's not just when you have a problem. You go to therapy because it's good for you. It's, It's very helpful for you to be able to talk to someone and not have the judgment come back so i encourage it i know a lot of people that i talk to about it that still haven't gone that's not my business i can only give you the advice that i feel is beneficial all right so now what else oh wait okay so I think that's really it as far as what's been going on with me and kind of what I'm looking forward to in 2022. Now let's focus on the podcast. So what's next for the podcast? Well, I don't know. I mean, I really, I have ideas. Let me say that. I have ideas, but I'm just taking it one step at a time. Um, I've mapped out kind of what I want each month to cover as far as my guests, but, you know, that could change. Um, I think having a plan is good and being flexible when changes need to be made is also good. Um, I know things are going to not align the way I want them to. And some of it um, is going to be for good reason. And when I say that it's because I have so many guests that fit into what I'm looking for for that month that it's probably going to carry over to either the next month or to another month. And so that is such a great problem to have. Um, there are a lot of people that I'm going to reach out to in the upcoming weeks, Um There's some research that I'm going to have to do for some of my guests so that I can give you guys the best experience as getting to know these guests. And, you know, I I have some business owners who are going to come on and talk about their businesses um, and how they got started. So still stories, um, still interviews, still great content. Um, So none of that is going to change. I may change my intro. I may change you know, my intro music and kind of what I say on the intro. And then at the end of the podcast, that may change. Um, my logo is probably gonna change a little bit. Um, toying around with changing the name of the podcast. Y'all let me know what you think. I don't know if I wanna do that or not. Um, you know, It's up in the air. That's why I said, I don't know what's gonna happen with the podcast, but there are going to be a lot of changes. You know, I sat with one of my cousins. We talked about an option of possibly adding some video um, to go along with some of the podcast, not just the interview itself, but maybe some behind the scenes stuff um, with our guests. So, you know, there's a lot of things that um, are going to happen. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know if it's going to be every episode, but I'm definitely going to incorporate, you know, these ideas that have been presented to me because they're amazing, um, and just the fact that I have people in my corner who are bringing me guests and are bringing me ideas and are bringing me, you know, their expertise, um, and saying like, "I want to help you in this way" is amazing. Um, so I look forward to what's to come one of the things that I can tell you guys for sure is this month is I'm going to coin January as man-uary, M-A-N-U-A-R-E. Why? Because y'all know a lot of my guests have been female. Um, I can actually tell you <laughs> we've only had three male guests on the podcast and that was Jamel, that was Silverback OG and it was Benjamin. So those episodes, believe it or not, were some of my top episodes. Clearly y'all like to hear a male's perspective. So um, you know this month I our guests are gonna be great as always. they are just going to be men. Um, all very different stories. And it's going to be amazing. Like I'm, I am elated to see where the podcast is going to go. Um, this has been obviously my brainchild. And so to see it kind of evolving into something that I didn't plan on, is fun. Um, I honestly just thought I was going to be hanging out and talking to my family and friends and um yes that has happened but you know a lot of growth has happened through the podcast as well um and so i'm looking forward to it i really am looking forward to it and i think that um you know outside of that the obvious thing for the podcast we are now posting on wednesdays instead of tuesdays um we'll see how this goes i believe that um you know, y'all are gonna listen and watch whatever day of the week I post, but we're just gonna try out Wednesday, um, just to see see how things go with Wednesday as opposed to Tuesday. So yeah, that is our episode for today. Thank you as always for tuning in. I will give you guys a little bit of preview that next two mm, I almost said Tuesday. Next Wednesday, our guest is going to be Paul Goss. Uh, We are going to have a great talk about being an athlete, life after being an athlete. So head over to our Instagram page, the Black Girl Blogger, um, where you'll see a little bit of promos and a little bit of tidbits of my interview with Paul. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background about him through my Instagram page as well. And then next Wednesday, you will be introduced to a great, great man. So Manuary starts next Wednesday. Thank y'all again for listening and we will be back next Wednesday. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and follow the podcast. Also, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Girl Blogger and check out our website, www.TheBlackGirlBlogger.com And the most important step... Make sure you share the podcast with someone you know and tell them to share with someone they know. And if you know someone who has an amazing story to tell, or if you yourself would love to tell your story, leave us a message on our website or any of our social media platforms so we can reach out to you and have you on the podcast. Until next time, peace out.